0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, June 4th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Say what you will about President Obama, but he sure does seem to order the killing of a whole lot of people without due process, many of whom we can't identify, some of whom are American citizens, in countries we're not officially fighting. The picture now emerging about how the executive branch unilaterally chooses its drone strike targets is a deeply troubling one. So says Julian Sanchez, a research fellow at the Cato Institute. This is from AFP. U.S. missiles killed 15 militants in Pakistan's Taliban and al-Qaeda stronghold of North Waziristan on Monday, the third drone strike in three days, and the deadliest this year. Eight drone strikes have been reported in Pakistan since May 23rd. The same number as in the previous four months, and Monday's was the deadliest since 18 Pakistani Taliban were reported killed on November 16, November 2011. Uh, A security official said 15 militants were killed in a dawn strike in a compound. The bodies of those killed were unable to be identified. The president of the United States has decided that it is ultimately his call, which I believe is supposed to be of some comfort that he is making these decisions himself and not anyone else is being uh, charged with making these decisions for him. But at the same time, you have the president deciding to kill people in other countries some of which are american citizens without any form of due process whatsoever
1: yeah the extraordinary uh, has become routine and it is hard to imagine a starker illustration of the contrast between the rule of law and the rule of men than the now weekly tuesday kill meetings uh, held with the president and apparently now his political advisor David Axelrod uh, and uh, top counterterrorism advisor John Brennan uh, to look over PowerPoint slides and uh, decide who is to be a target and you know even people like uh, you know former liberal Yale law professor Harold Koh say that uh, you know what should be reassuring here is that John Brennan is a man of great moral rectitude uh, that should be really chilling, maybe that's true, but a, a core principle of liberal democracy is that we don't count on the personal qualities the moral authority of individuals to uh, to decide questions of life and death like this
0: if for no other reason, power changes hands uh, you
1: know, if for no other reason and and no one is infallible. We we need to trust in, in institutions and not the uh, the moral rectitude of individuals. Um, you know, there's a really disturbing scene painted in a recent uh, New York Times investigative story about uh, these kill meetings. Um, describes uh, the president looking at mug shots of 15 uh, Al Qaeda suspects suspects word is important, in Yemen, Um, it says several were Americans, two were teenagers, including a girl who looked even younger than their 17 years. And uh, according to people who were present, the president remarked, how old are these people? If they're starting to use children, we're moving into a whole different phase. Uh, It seems to me that what moves one into a whole different phase is not when terrorists are callous about who they use as instruments of death or who they put at risk, but when it becomes routine and normal for the executive in a liberal democracy to effectively take personal responsibility for deciding, not in some extraordinary situation, we still talk about Almar al-Awlaki as, as the the face of targeted killing, but as a routine matter, um, this this kind of... Decision based on on personal authority of which suspects are uh, so dangerous and so infeasible to capture uh, that they need to be taken out with collateral damage. In, you know, inevitably, um, the numbers. Again, the New York Times reporters are, are tried to, are kept down by a, a version of juking the stats. Um, so again, you know, 15 people died. You think one of them was the target. You assume the others had to be militants, even if you don't know who they are or what country they came from.
0: And that's pretty much explicit in uh, a lot of the. Uh Calculations that the administration is making—that is, if you are of a certain age and you are a male, you are presumed to be a militant unless proven otherwise. Uh, posthumously, through some research,
1: yeah. the New York Times actually reported uh, that it was a joke going around the State Department uh, that the uh, CIA now would see three guys doing jumping jacks and assume it had to be a terrorist training camp. That is a joke of a, a more obscene character than I. Can find it in myself to laugh at, um, but that kind of gallows humor, I suppose, comes with the territory when you begin undertaking endeavors like this. Um, I think maybe the most, or one of one of many astonishing things about this, um, is that in this important New York Times piece, we have dozens of current and former presidential advisors speaking. Uh, obviously with presidential approval, there's no way that many people go on the record uh, without an OK from the White House um, and yet many of them are quoted anonymously uh, because of uh, the, the – technically this is uh, something that remains classified and of course the legal opinion uh, justifying uh, this targeted killing program and this is – again, remember you know, targeted killing in countries we are not at war with – uh, far from any battlefield, uh, essentially on the implicit authority and authorization of the uh, you know the the authorization for the use of military force uh, you know first passed ten years ago. Uh, uh, but you know we should we should do a double take there. Um, if this is really a classified program that it is uh, injurious to national security to have discussed. Um, then how is it that this selective discussion when the White House thinks it's politically convenient, thinks it will help put this in a better light, um, that's all right. And yet even the legal justification for this program, uh, that does – that remains classified but really classified, meaning we can't actually see it. Um, you know, This is I think a, a, a real cynical abuse of – the idea of classification—you um, know—things are supposed to be secret from the American public when it would seriously imperil national security to have them discussed. It's not a—it's not a, a discretionary tag uh, to be applied and then removed at the will of the president
0: on the basis of uh, uh, you know, political convenience. We should assume that killing a U.S. citizen. Carries the highest standard for uh, you know whatever justification we could uh, come up with, but Attorney General Eric Holder basically has released an incomplete list of potential justifications for these kind of killings. So we assume that other people uh, that that we might uh, have executed by the by the president around the world uh, that that carries something lower a less a lower standard than what Eric Holder's already outlined.
1: Yeah, well, and, the, and of course the truth is we don't know. Uh, one, one imagines that they have put forth the most uh, reasonable uh, sounding list of, of, uh, of qualifications. But it becomes clear again from, from the reporting that the standards are not nearly as high as one might expect. That joke about the uh, three guys doing jumping jacks uh, reflects, I think, a, a certain amount of internal queasiness about the laxity of – standards on, in particular, what were known as signature strikes. That is to say, uh, there isn't necessarily a known, identified, nameable target, but uh, there are suspicious buildings or facilities uh, in an area controlled by militants that meet certain abstract criteria. And so uh, whatever, whenever you've checked off enough boxes, uh, even if you don't know specifically who's there. It meets the general criteria for a terrorist training camp or other facility, and so that becomes a target. Um, it does seem clear that there's a lot of internal uh, concern about this, um, and that should be a warning sign. It should also be a warning sign that uh, you know, we know the very first attack under the Obama administration, of this kind, killed its target, also killed two neighboring families, and then left a trail of unexploded ordnance that, in the subsequent days, killed a number of other innocent people. Uh, now, supposedly, these meetings were uh, initiated in an attempt to uh, tighten up those standards. But you have to ask, are we creating more militants than we are taking out? You know when you look at uh, some of the most recent, foiled terror plots not uh, plotted by the FBI, um, you know, it's the, – the rationale is not, um, you know, America is free and so we hate America or we want to establish a global caliphate. It's um, – you know, I'm outraged at what I'm seeing in Waziristan and in Afghanistan. I'm outraged by these reports of uh, the, the you know, bodies of children and, and, and innocent families. Um, you know, the, the threat – we are creating may well be closer and more dire than the threat we're removing uh you know it, it doesn't really make sense to uh, blow up one suspected terrorist and you know maybe a family as collateral um somewhere in Yemen if the result is to create a dozen angry men in Boston or Maine or uh, you know Louisiana who are on our shores and ready to, uh, you know, ready to move uh, against the United States because of what they're seeing.
0: Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more about national security, targeted killings, and executive power at our website, cato.org.